to Owls Only, an Adult Swim podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope, and penis, 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 penis. I'm here with my co-host. Alex. <laughs> I hate that fucking joke. Why? It's funny. You do it too much. Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> there was a period like a year ago where, like a year and a half ago, where he would make that joke like four times a day. Because it's funny. Um, Name a funnier word. Um... <laughs> Look, we don't have we don't have a lot of room to we don't have a lot of like recording room, okay? Oh, all right, all right. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um first before we jump into what we're talking about Mission Hill, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um but before we talk about Mission Hill, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some adult swim news. I'm running out some adult swim news. Yeah, take it away. Um J.J. Villard is making new Kingstar King toys, apparently, which is cool because the only Kingstar King toy that exists, there's only 35 of them. So by the fact, just by virtue of them putting more into circulation, me ups my chance of getting one by like a thousand percent. Ballmaster's Rubicon. Go what, ahead. What do they go for? What do the, uh, the one of the 35 go for? I have yet to find one yeah. on sale. Um, probably be easier to get a hold of it and then get a hold of that one fucking Steven Universe Paradox thing, but... Not my business. Um, <laughs> fucking Ballmasters Rubicon now streaming on HBO Max. Um, everyone needs to watch that because it's fucking good. If you have more time and make you watch it, um, Joe Para podcast is still going on. I fucking love it. It's so good. Um, Yolo Silver Destiny has had its finale. They did a they did a thirty three minute finale, which is weird. Oh, it's over now. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the um, at least this season. I don't, oh, oh, I don't know about the series. It pro- it's, the series is probably over, but like the season is over. Sure. Um, they did like a um thirty three minute finale, which was interesting, but um, fucking Royal Crackers comes out April second. You want to watch Royal Crackers, dude? Yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, I we'll see. Um, just kidding. I'm gonna watch it. Well, um, I, last I checked it on it, we like didn't really know what it was. Yeah, it looks okay. It looks fine. Um, it looks a bit like a Netflix cartoon, but it looks fine. Um, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> uh, Primal Season 2, Blu-ray is out April 25th, and Rick and Morty Season 6, Blu-ray is out March 28th. Um, okay, one more segment. So I started this <laughs> with Hunter on the 12 Ounce Mouse episode, where I try to recap what happened on the most recent animation domination to whoever's next to me. Okay. And I try to do it without looking at anything. All right. So this actually be pretty easy, because a lot of these stuck in my mind, and I was, like, sober when I watched them. I haven't seen any of them. So. Well, yeah, of course not. So... Simpsons episode was actually really fucking good. It's like, Simpsons this season is either just like the worst of the night or the best of the night. And this one was actually the best of the night. It was really fucking good. You've been saying to me recently, like, 
this episode of The Simpsons was good. Yeah, because they've been making a lot of really good ones recently. The concept was like um, Homer and Marge got sick of Bart being like an asshole, and they didn't. They were like, "Oh God, do we not like our son?" Because like we, because like we love our son, but, we, but what if we didn't know him? And so then they get tra- actually a really interesting. <laughs> okay, but think about this. Then they get transported into an alternate reality where Bart exists but he's not their son and so like homer and marge are like successful and then but they just have lisa and maggie and then they like find bart in like the rain and hit them, hit them with hit him with their car by accident and he has like amnesia and stuff so they adopt him and then like the you get to see like what their relationship to bart is if he wasn't their son it's it, kind of crazy it's super interesting i, I might like watch that yeah we'll watch it next time it's really good um the great north uh was like about sausage costumes all right um i don't really remember too much i like the great north but it is mostly just like there until bob's burgers comes on um the same guys right or same art style it's the same people and it's a lot of i i don't want to shit on the great north i like it a lot but i do think that a lot of it does feel like rejected bob's Burgers scripts to the point where like when characters are saying lines i'm like that that's a fucking gene line like that's a that's a louise line not a great sign then yeah but it's not a bad show i think it's good it, it looks no, good everything has good cast everything has creative value yeah um bob's burgers was fuck oh okay it was tina was trying to um impress like this group of teenagers or something it was it i actually liked that one a lot it's hard to describe exactly what happened but like they they go to like a greek restaurant and um the fucking louise and jean subplot was disgusting it was like jean had these horrible like disgusting smelling socks and then louise bet him he couldn't wear it as like a as like a tie essentially so he did it and then and then louise also started doing it because it became like a bet type thing and then they're both yeah we have like horrible rashes we need to take these off yeah that was like that was like a fucking that's like a home movies joke that was funny but um good episode the family guy one was about um meg playing basketball and it was just the fun. I don't know why it was just the funniest fucking episode of like the show. Yeah, like, not, guys funny. not actually, but like, just it was Is so. Who texted me the quotes from? Yeah, it was right. so funny. Like every time they bring in Principal Shepard, who's like their um principal, is voiced by Gary Cole. It's so he's so fucking funny. Like he's such a good character. I was watching season one Family mm-hmm. Guy the other day, and I completely forgot they had like a different principal. Do they? Oh yeah. Are you sure it's not Principal Shepard? They, unless they completely redrew and recast him, yeah. Are you sure that you're not thinking of, like, Peter's boss? No, I'm positive. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll need to check my sources on that. All right. <laughs> okay, so um, what we're actually talking about today is... Wait, I have a question before I move on. Okay. What happens if you, like, can't re- recall... Like, do you, like, lose the segment... <laughs> I don't know. Good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll ever be able to like fully not remember. No, you. You have to stop talking for the rest of the podcast if you lose, and then your guest has to carry it. Okay, that's 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 not that's a punishment for the guest. That's, that's not a punishment for me. True. That's here. Talk about Mission Hill for an hour. Um, I love this show. I, I I'm not prepared. You got the notes. Um, well, what we're really talking about today is we went to. A Night in Mission Hill, which is a road show that Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein are doing. And Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, for those who don't know, are the um, – they were the showrunners for season seven and eight of The Simpsons, my favorite seasons. And after they – and so around this time is when people – in the first, like, ten years of The Simpsons, you would showrun for, like, two years. Then you would pass off to somebody else. Yeah. Like, that's how it worked. 
And so Bill and Josh did t- their la- their two years, like seven and eight, and then they moved on to make their own show, like most Simpsons showrunners did back then. And so they make Mission Hill, which is this wonderful fucking show. Everyone who's listening to this knows what Mission Hill is. It's a wonderful show. It aired on the WB, and it got canceled immediately and aired the rest of its episodes on Adult Swim. And so it is essentially it is an Adult Swim show. Like it's on it's on the plate right there. It's yeah. on the plate. Um, it's on the mural that has now been torn down. Like it is one hundred percent an Adult Swim show. And because most of its episodes aired on Adult Swim, like four episodes aired on the WB, and like eight aired on like Adult Swim for the first time. So it's, oh, so it's an Adult Swim show. Yeah, even though they don't have the rights to it anymore, it is an Adult Swim show. Who has the rights now? Nobody. Or- like oh. it's it's not anywhere like you, that's part of the reason why they're allowed to do this because it's because like like they said they said multiple times warner brothers does not know that they're doing this and so they're like yeah don't tag warner brothers like don't tell don't tell warner brothers this is illegal yeah, that's funny the very first thing they said is is anyone in the audience law enforcement <laughs> yeah um but no mission hill i mean correct me if i'm wrong anybody in the comments correct me if i'm wrong but mission hill is not on hulu it's not on hbo max it's not on the adult swim app i don't even think it's on like crackle or tubi of any of those like you can watch it on youtube and you can buy the dvd and i think you can probably you, i'm sure you can buy it on like amazon or something youtube is the place where i found mission hill yeah tell that story yeah i um so when i was in high school i it was my junior year of high school i was hanging out with my friend uh robbie who we were gonna try and get on this episode but it didn't work out yeah um we were just on YouTube one day, and we came across Mission Hill, and we watched, like, three episodes of it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It seems like an Adult Swim show. So I texted Bryce, and I was like, dude, you know about the show Mission Hill? And then I, like, included a very short summary. He was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I do know about that show. It's an Adult Swim show. What's crazy is that's around the time when I watched it for the first time, too. Oh, that's kind of funny. Because that's that was around, like, 2016, and that's when I watched it for the first time, which I did watch it just because, like, you know, Adult Swim. We liked it. Like, Rob, I remember Robbie and I really – we watched – like three or four episodes in one sitting it's a great show it's like mission hill is very much i always say this is that um the two successors to the simpsons are king of the hill and futurama and king of the hill and futurama are both spun off entirely from simpsons writers and i think that mission hill was destined to be like the third show of that sort of like trinity of Mm -hmm. like king of the hill futurama mission king of the hill futurama mission hill but mission hill just got cut short because they like they said they had plans for 10 seasons of this show like, which is insane, and I really wish we could have gotten that, because I feel like that would... Also, I don't know... They Something they do say that I do kind of think about a lot is that um, it did not start off as a period piece, but now it, they say it kind of yeah. has to be a period piece, because Bill said specifically during the live show that um, they never want to... Like, Mission Hill could never cross the threshold of 9-11. I don't know if that's something that he says often but like you've been saying that for years like i don't yeah. know if you picked that up from him or not but i, I did okay because i was about to say like you've you've been saying that for like three years yeah like mission hill is um mission hill is a show that very much exists in like the late 90s early 2000s and it is kind of oh i i wonder what this show would have looked like if it continued Until like, like 2009 yeah if it continued and like they didn't stop for 9-11 because like they couldn't you know what i mean because like obviously it gets canceled in 1999 before all the episodes right. air but like i wonder what this show is like if it's still being made in like 2005 like what is mission hill if they're on season like if they're on like season four and like it's during like you know the iraq war and stuff like that like what is what is this show in that era i think would be really interesting would it have survived? Like, yeah, I mean, King of the Hill and Futurama survived. Well, right, I mean, but this show like takes place in. You said it's a mix of 
It's a mix of various cities. It's kind of like all the coolest. It's all the coolest parts of like right. L.A., Chicago, and New York. See, because it struck me as a New York type city. Yeah, and like I don't know. I feel like it may have been too close to New York. I, possibly, but um, still good though. I mean, it definitely deserved to have gone the whole ten seasons. Yeah, but um, so anyways, yeah, Bill and Josh have been going around the country. And they show a couple episodes in like a theater, and then they do um, they do a Q and A, they do a trivia contest, and they do a meet and greet. And so these tickets are insanely cheap. They were sixty dollars for the VIP. Yeah, and so that is that's with the meet and greet included. That is sixty dollars for like you know meeting Bill and Josh. They get they sign a thing that you bring. They take pictures with you if you forgot to do. Yeah, we, we did were, forget to do that. We forgot to take the pictures. We were too excited, but um. So they do like all of that for sixty dollars is an insanely good price, and so anyways they went to they came, they did the show in D.C. and D.C. is actually their hometown, which is awesome. Well, they, did, they did in Arlington technically. Well, yeah, but like it's the poster and stuff is for no, D.C. I, I it's it's the D.C. showing. I'm just being an asshole. But um, so they did it in they did it in Arlington, but like with the D.C. area is their hometown, and what was really interesting is we got there and they had like an entire row reserved for their high school friends oh yeah they were like they were like and who was here from our graduating class an entire row of people were like yeah <laughs> yeah that was awesome but um so what we brought to sign was so the first simpsons dvd i ever got the first real one is um the season eight maggie head dvd and that's one of their seasons and so i brought that because like i needed them to sign that because i was like the, the thing that got me into simpsons and like changed the way my brain looks at comedy forever josh poked fun at the design of it oh yeah because like that's oh, a, that is the one that can't fit on yourself <laughs> yes josh because that is a huge thing with simpsons fans is um the season six the season six homer head because season six was released only as like the homer version of that yeah and fucking people had like a fucking meltdown about it okay. <laughs> like they they had meltdown so bad that fox started sending out like rebates to people could like send in oh my God. their dvd and get like a regular box back and they never sold so here's the here's the craziest thing I somehow own the normal one that's not the head because my mom bought all 10 seasons, like the first 10 seasons in like a massive fucking like, um, like a lot from like the Fox website in like 2013 when that still existed, like the Fox store. And that season six DVD is like, as far as I know, it practically impossible to get a hold of like the one with the like matching case. So it's crazy that I have that because like those cost like upwards of a hundred dollars now because I think they only sold them like on the Fox website for like a little bit or, or something like re- that or through rebate yeah but the rebate is um the thing is the difference between mine and like the one with the rebate is that the mine has like the little flap on the top the rebate is just like it's empty in the top and you just put the homer head in huh so it's just but yeah people oh, that's, sh- cool, that's cool but the app but every season subsequently they did like one mark like one season seven regular one march head one season eight regular one maggie head for the rest of like the, 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 the thought of them being like oh shit we have to do a fucking rebate program for this is kind of funny because dvds were huge back then <laughs> oh, and yeah. simpsons dvds were like the biggest of all like simpsons dvd like that's the thing that um because i know when what, they what period was this 2000s okay. like early 2000s like when they um and now it's sort of getting rid of the michael jackson episode and people are like huh, hold on to your season three dvds there's gonna be worth a lot of money no they're fucking not do you know how many season three dvds exist in the united states of america yeah. there's probably more season three dvds in the united states than there are like 
people in New York. You know what I mean? Like, they've printed millions of those yeah, fucking DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so um, the other thing we brought is um, – so Creamy Media on Instagram and Facebook makes these wonderful um, VHS bootlegs. And one of them he made was for Mission Hill that includes the original music put back in and also includes, um, like, Adult Swim promos and stuff like that. So I bought that. Alex had that signed. Yeah. That was that was the thing I brought to get signed. Yeah, we had them take it out and, and um, draw on like the um, inside, and so I feel like it's definitely a touchy thing where you don't. You some I feel like some people like you you wouldn't want to bring a bootleg of their show to them. But Bill and Josh have stated multiple times in the past they like they don't care about bootlegs. They think they're cool, and obviously he they like, he like took it out of my hand. He yeah. was like, "Is this a bootleg?" And like took it out of my yeah. Hand. Bill was so excited. He was so excited to um see this, and he also loved that um. You, they love that they had the original music in it because also this um, this showing, like the showings they're doing around the country, they screen the episodes in 4K because mm-hmm. some fan, an anonymous fan, did like a 4K restoration of it, and then they also put the original music back in because the DVD doesn't have the original music, but the VHS, yeah, I knew that. The VHS does. The YouTube videos? No, because they're just ripped from the DVD. Right? It depends. And I feel like it depends on the YouTube video you're watching because there's a bunch of them online. I think some of them do, some of them don't. Okay. But like the original music is easy to find, and like some people will sync up. They do this with like Clone High too, and like Daria. Some people will sync up like the audio of the YouTube rips of, of like the um, channel rips with like the visuals of like the DVD rips to make like the best experience, okay. which is probably what I think Krumi did. But um, that's cool. Yeah, so we got those signed. And so we get the, oh my God, remember that, that Mexican restaurant we went to beforehand was so good. Yeah, it was good. It was like attached to the same building. Yeah, it was like attached to the same building. It was, I got, what'd you get? You got nachos? Yeah, I got asada, asada nachos. I got a fucking quesadilla, which an avocado in it, which is good. And yeah, dude, that quesadilla was nuts. It had like mustard, avocado. I don't know if you read the thing. I read it. It had mustard, avocado, onions. It was good as fuck though. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And they also, we also, uh, chips and queso was so fucking good. Mixed restaurant, so good. Yeah, anyway, we're in Arlington for any reason. Go, go there, there. <laughs> fucking rules. Um, so we get there and we're waiting outside, and I just remember they were testing. Um, they were testing like the audio. I remember just hearing the Mission Hill theme come out uh-huh. of like speakers. It was like it was weirdly surreal because um, this is the kind of thing that like it feels like nobody on Earth gives a shit about, and then you just hear like, oh yeah, that's the fucking Mission Hill theme coming out of like movie theater speakers they had a good turnout too like the entire thing was was full yeah it was fucking awesome but um so they showed the three best episodes or not three best they showed three great episodes they showed the pilot they showed unemployment part two which is my favorite episode and they showed the finale which is about gus and wally it was almost kind of like it's almost like a backdoor pilot for gus and wally like yeah it was good, but um, Unemployment Part 2 is... Yeah, yeah, it did feel like that now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Unemployment Part 2 is my favorite episode of the show because, like, the entire seg- the entire thing is just about, like, that existential anxiety you get in your 20s when you don't know, like, what to do with your life after college. And I don't think any show has done it in a better or more upsetting fashion, and I it fucking rules. I yeah. love it. And I, I liked the episode. I don't think I had seen. I don't think I had seen it before. Yeah, but I liked it. 
Yeah, I've not seen this whole show. I've seen like probably two thirds of it. Well, your favorite is the um, is the pilot, right? I really like the pilot. The group the, the pilot's fucking funny. Yeah, the group Meister, That is my favorite joke in the that I've seen in the whole show. It's just so fucking funny. <laughs> fucking love that. Fucking love that episode. But um, it's such a good pilot too, and I I do think that um, it's such a good pilot that like. Until we had done the watch, the rewatch, I didn't know it was the pilot. Yeah, like it just felt like like just a good ep- like an episode of the show. Yeah, but like it's very it's the pilot is also kind of similar to Futurama because you have this wonderful sequence where Andy is just like walking through the streets of Mission Hill, and it is kind of like Fry walking through the streets of New New York in the first episode. Yeah. And I do I love I so I do kind of think that um, Bill and Josh said that the music is ten percent of the show. I'm, I mean, it's their show, so who am I to disagree with that? But yeah. I do think that I, I, I feel like I still get, like, most of the experience from watching it on DVD. But seeing that sequence of Andy walking through Mission Hill in, like, a theater with, like, the real music put back in, it was fucking magical. Oh, the music was great. They said they, they just got indie artists from, like, Atlanta, right? Or not Atlanta. Um... Wherever they were when they it's and it's mostly it just like it's mostly just just like '90s artists essentially because this was in the well, era. Like, I know Cake did the intro, but they said they got like logo artists for some of the stuff. That's why they're so hard to find, and that's why they're like Maybe. Not on Spotify and stuff. No, I think they are. They, I, don't, I just don't think there's. I don't. What they're someone asked if they're like a playlist for the soundtrack, and they don't have a playlist for the soundtrack, but you can make one yourself. Is what they said because it is oh, on Spotify. Oh, I misunderstood then. But um. You know, because this is just, like, this is the same era as, like, Smallville and the WB, where it's just, like, in the credits, they would just, like, because they would, things like Smallville would be using, like, tracks and stuff like that, or just, like, you know, like, songs that were popular at the time. Right. Because nobody was thinking about, like, fucking, like, DVD sales and shit and, like, licensing. But, um, yeah, so the music was so good. It was just, it was, it was surreal seeing Mission Hill in, like, a theater screen. Like it was awesome. We got we because we got the VIP tickets. Like I said, they're very very low price, sixty dollars. So we were like front row essentially. Oh yeah, awesome. like we were right there. It was great. Um, and so they do have they did a lot of really fun stuff where in between the episodes they would talk about um they would kind of talk about like what episode just played. Oh yeah, yeah. or they'd share like an inspiration for a character or something. Yeah, but they. Like- they talk about the process. Yeah, they talk about um they talk about like what episode was coming up next and stuff. Like they they did they talked a lot about um Gus and Wally because Gus and Wally is the failed um not failed. It's like the it is so so far everyone's rejected it. It's um because I think they've given up because every streaming service rejected it. It is the yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they've given up. Because, yeah. like, I think I think he said on Twitter earlier this year, they're like, um, someone asked, like, so is that it? And he was like, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, man. I know. Because, like, Gus and Wally was going to be um, essentially the same show, but instead of focusing on, like, Andy and Kevin and, and also featuring Gus and Wally, it would focus on Gus and Wally and also feature Andy and Kevin. Mm-hmm. And it would sort of be about, like, alternative culture throughout, like, the 20th century, which... Is a fucking great idea for a TV show. Oh, I'd watch the shit out of that. Like, it makes me, um, thinking about that just makes me kind of pissed off because, like, it's such a good idea for a TV show. It's something that nothing in animation is doing. Like, nothing in animation is exploring, like, real world history like that and, like, real world like, yeah, alternative, yeah, yeah. like, gay culture is that like that. Is the direction they wanted to go in with it? Yeah. Like, real world? I mean, like, I mean, like, what, like, what alternative culture was like in the 20th century, especially oh, yeah. for, like, gay people. Yeah, like, nah, I would have watched the fuck out of that. No show is doing that right now, but, and for, it's, fuck. There's a market for it. Why, someone pick it up. 
I know it's, it is sort <laughs> of like if you're listening to this, you're an executive. You know, companies love to be like companies love to only care about like you know gay people during like June or whatever. Right, right, right. But you see those Hulu ads that are just like watch our LGBT stories this month. It's it, it it's perfect. It's perfect right. for that. It would be great. It's fuck. We're just gonna um the way television works is we're just gonna keep getting um Futurama, Beavis and Butthead come back every couple of years. So we're all fucking dead. Yeah. Who fucking cares? I'm, I mean, I love both those shows. Futurama is my third favorite show we're, ever. We're moving past the '80s circle jerk, and we're we're getting the '90s circle jerk. Not now. even. It's not even like '90s circle jerk. It's just. It's just forever constant circle jerk of everything. Yeah. It's forever constant circle jerk of everything. But like but like Mission Hill, but like fucking Gus and Wally or like the Moral Oral show Moralton, like none of that's ever going to get made even though it would be like the most interesting thing to be on television that year. We just have to be happy that things we do like get made. But um I mean, yeah, we still have them. But um so they're pl- they're selling some pretty awesome shit there too. They um they, they had an amazing um, artist. Um, let me find what her Twitter is because I'm going to um, – her. Yeah. it's at Drakey. So at D-R-A-W-C-K-I-E. And she makes um, – does it – what are her pronouns? She, okay. She makes, um, she makes these fucking awesome posters for the Mission Hill shows. She made – just dropped – Did she make every single one of them? So far, there's only been two, I think. It's wow. just the just the DC and New York one. She just dropped the New York one. It's amazing. But the DC one is probably going to be the cover art for this episode. And just as some – even though, like, you know, DC like DC kind of sucks just because it's, like, you know, the home of just, like, the American government. But even as someone who grew up in DC, it is very cool to see, like, show-specific art for that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, Andy is wearing, like, essentially, like, a Nationals hoodie – and like um it's they got the like washington monument behind him it's cool i like it oh i didn't even notice the washington monument behind him yeah it's it's fucking it's it's a what it's a great poster i love it um the new york one is also really good um so follow her she does amazing work but um Uh, what was that again it was at Drawkey, so at like draw the c-k-i-e like comedy i think i'm assuming combination like draw and like jackie yeah um anyways so they were selling that. They were selling the, the all those posters, all the DC ones were signed. So I got one of those. It was like forty bucks, but it was totally worth it because another signed item from Bill and Josh. Um, so we got that. Um, they're also selling buttons. I got a button that was really nice, and the, the, the buttons were going to, towards some sort of charity. I think it was right? uh, like local art charities. Yeah, it was like local art charities. They also had a poster. Another poster that was really good that had like Bill and like a. Um, Mission Hillified version of like Bill and Josh on it. Um, that one was not signed. No, those ones were not signed. Those were only twenty bucks. But um, they're selling all kind of all kinds of cool shit. And so then they did a Q and A, and I asked. I was the first one they called on. I was the first qu- question they called on. Yes, that's true. And um, they I asked them about Mission Hill Light and Mission Hill Dark, and it was a very it was a very like um what's the fucking word I'm thinking of. It was a very affirming experience to have, to like, Bill's... That is a perfect word for that, yeah. Bill's, like, <laughs> face lit up when I said that because it, you can tell that, like, people probably don't bring it up to him a lot. And I don't know why it just... I, I remember hearing about that on a podcast years ago and it just stuck in my brain because Mission Hill Light is, like, a, um alternate version of, like, the future where Andy's life came out great and the Mission Hill Dark is an alternate future where it came out horrible and both, like, Mission Hill Light would have a very, like, bright color palette and Mission Hill Dark would have a very dark color palette. 
See, it's fun. This is why I like doing this podcast with you is because like 90% of my exposure to all of this stuff is through you. Yeah. So, like, I thought that that was like a thing people knew about. Yeah. Because you told me. Yeah. So I was like, I, you and I have had several discussions about light and dark. Yeah. Just because I thought it was like a more or less mainstream thing. No, but yeah, it's like a, it's something he only mentioned like once, I think. But, um, it'd be a mission of light and mission of dark. They didn't do it because, um, like they said, comic books take a lot of time and don't pay well. So they ended up not doing it. Yeah, and, that's a direct quote. He said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have loved to see that. I just want to see more of Mission in anything because one of the favorite things I love about um, uh, Drocky's posters is that they're so – like when you look at it, it, it gives me the same feeling as like logging onto Twitter and seeing like a poster for something like – for like a new like – movie like when i log on twitter and see poster of like a new for like the bob's burgers movie or for like you know like the um like a new season of like venture brothers yeah, or something. No, I get what you it's mean. like you, you see these characters you see these characters again it's like whoa holy shit like yeah. i haven't seen these characters in so long but um because like she replicates their art style perfectly oh i thought it was a reused asset yeah like she re- replicates the art style perfectly i kind of want her to draw the dvd cover because like i like the dvd cover it's it's fine but like i feel like something similar to like these posters would have been like an amazing dvd Posey cover the dot on the eye yes posey's that's, the, that's posey the dot <laughs> posey the dot on the eye but um posey great character her voice actress vicky lewis is just announced she's gonna be at the new york one. Oh, that's cool that's yeah. actually really cool yeah um posey's a great character posey is definitely the one that they got to do the least with throughout the series but even in those like animatics episodes they had her doing more like i was gonna say i'm sure they would have done more if yeah the show went on because the, what they kind of build with posey is that she starts off as kind of like just like a hippie girl but then her thing is she can also be, like, super, super, like, cruel and, like, also sometimes, like, very capitalist, which is funny. But, um... I mean, it can't... Never mind. But, I'll, um... I won't get into that. <laughs> but there's, like, a, um... There's... in like, the animatics or, like, the scripts, like, the, there's, like, five unproduced scripts you can read online. There's, like, five more Mission Hill episodes, essentially. I knew about those. I've never read them, though. Yeah. One of them is, like, everyone's fighting about, like, a, where they want to go on, like, a trip and Posey just Posey like strategically like breaks down everyone until they agree to go to go with her idea like if she does it like very manipulatively in the background it's fucking awesome Posey is my favorite character I like Posey I don't know if Posey my favorite character I, I kind of it's a basic bitch answer but I like Andy and I also like love Gus and Wally one of the, one of the best moments was because they played the pilot, and when you first see Gus and Wally in the pilot, they're like making out in the elevator, and when the elevator doors open, everyone in the theater started clapping. Yes, that was really fun because um, Gus and Wally are like, I mean, it does make sense that if you're gonna bring it back to do like a um, hold on, it's a computer freezing. Yeah, just give it a second because if, if the audio is gonna cut out, I'd rather yeah us be silent so we can see when it comes back. Hold on, I'm going to press um, stop. Don't touch anything. Okay. <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> and um, remember to edit, okay. remember to edit that out. Okay, no. Um, what? No, I'll live. All right. <laughs> um, We've never made any mistakes in our lives, actually, believe it or not. I'm not going to edit this podcast. What do you think I am? <laughs> but um, Enjoy that, that gap. That's what I'm not going to edit a podcast, but you're, it's, it's an Adult Swim podcast. Like they would, they would leave this conversation in like an episode of like Space Ghost or That's something. True. It's fine. Okay. But anyways, um, 
So what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Gus just and Wally. Po- you know, Gus and Wally. It, it does make sense that you make them like the character you make your like spinoff about because they are like the two most po- like they're the I feel like the characters that people remember the most from this show because they okay that's yeah that's true they are the first they're the first um, male gay kiss on TV and they won the is that is that, is that true that, that is true we fact check that yes that is true. They won a GLAAD award for that. Oh, no, I mean, that's um, great. I just didn't know if it was the first. No, yeah, it's true. I mean, like, there's definitely, I'm sure there's, like, lesbian kisses before then. There, there definitely are. Yeah. Because I, I Googled it and all I could find was information about that. Yeah, but this is this is the first, like, gay male kiss on TV. But, um, yeah, it was fucking pilot episode, so good. Unemployment part two, so good. Um, And, like I said, they aired Gus and Wally episode last, which was awesome. So, yeah, they did. I asked the question about, um... Mission Hill Light and Mission Hill Dark, which Bill was very ha- interested about. Um, there's a couple other questions. There, are, some of them were pretty good. Um, some of them were kind of annoying. <laughs> like some of them, were, some of them were a little bit annoying. Well, the, the upside of that is the annoying ones I don't remember. So all Q. The thing is about all Q and As is that all Q and As kind of inherently suck because fans and kind of inherently suck. Like yeah. So I always, whenever I think I may be in a Q and A, like I have. I don't have a you lot of happen to find yourself into yeah. random Q and A. Yeah, I I have Q and As. I have like Q and A questions like loaded for like shows that I like. What's your Family Guy one? I don't have a Family Guy one. What's your Simpsons one? Ooh, I don't know if I have a Simpsons one. It's, What's your American Dad one? Okay, you're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm it's, sorry. It's, <laughs> it's um the 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 two I can pull obviously is the Mission Hill one versus the Light and Dark one, and yeah. then my Venture Brothers one, which is I think that um Hank's learning bed is hooked up to cable instead of um. Okay. The Jonas Venture thing. I posted that on Instagram because they asked for questions because I think they're going to either do like a live stream or do like or – they're, or they're reading questions on the movie commentary or like a bonus feature or something. But um, This is a genuine one. Do you have one for Aqua Team? And then I'll drop it because um, <laughs> I feel like you would have one for Aquatine. Oh, yes. I, I got one for Aqua Team, but I didn't get to – someone else asked it for me at the Comic-Con. That's cool though. But, I mean they didn't ask it because I told them to. They asked it coincidentally. Right, it was the right, same right. thing. But um, my Aqua Team one is um, like I don't know if I could ever get a serious answer out of them because the Aqua Team guys will not answer seriously to anything. <laughs> it's true. It's well, literally I, I, true. I believe you. Um, but I wanted to know if Death Fighter was real or if it was just a shitpost. Ah. And some guy asked me that. Some guy asked um, at the before the world premiere of Plantasm, which I went to. Um, some guy asked, um, and some guy in a Master Shake costume, like uh, a full Master Shake costume. No, he was dressed as. Do you remember the live action episode? Yes, with H. John Benjamin. He, okay, he's dressed funny. as H. John Benjamin's character. That's funny. Yeah. Um, that guy asked. Um, he's like, because it was like seconds before we were going to watch the movie. He was like, "Are we about to watch Death Fighter?" And Dave was like, "No, Death Fighter was never real. It's like there was never a script written for it." But he, but Dave's Dave is more willing to be serious than Matt because yeah. Matt Malero will not be serious ever. And Matt Malero went on like a podcast like two weeks later and was like, "No, Death Fighter is going to be like the third one." So. <laughs> That's funny. And people took it as gospel too, which is funny. But um, all right, back on topic. Sorry. No, but yeah, no, it's it's. <laughs> but I yeah, that was my Aqua Teen question. But um, so yes, also they did a um, then they did the trivia contest, and so they were giving out animation cells, and I want I wanted an animation cell so fucking bad when I heard they're giving out some, and so um. Before we did this, I watched the Mission Hill commentary. So I never actually watched before. 
Um, and I took notes on all of them so I could, I took notes on every weird, obscure fact that they talked about. Yeah. So I could try to memorize it. So the two that I, the two, the one that I had a huge feeling was going to be like one of the questions. I thought they were going to ask what Gus's celebrity crush was. And I was, and the answer is David Niven, which is like some celebrity from the fifties. And so that was my question. That was the one I kind of had locked and ready to go. But, um, so the first question they asked was... Hey guys, it's Bryce. So this right here is the part where we very stupidly give you answers to the trivia questions. And so I have gone back in and removed those answers so Bill and Josh won't be mad at me. So we're going to come back as I'm telling the story after I won the animation cell. So enjoy the rest of the podcast. Sorry about that part two which yes which is my favorite episode so that was awesome it's the cell it's like the, yeah you got it. it's like andy walking into like a into like the interview and he's got the um he's got like the styrofoam like fake tooth in it and if you look close on the cell you can see it which yeah is, obviously but you know yeah so i have it framed by this point it's it's already up it's been up been up on the twitter and on the adult swim merch art guy for days by this point so um no, that was i mean that was the, the highlight of the night just as like your friend, that was yeah. Crazy. It was it was awesome. It was fucking crazy. So I, this is my first sell, by the way, because like Simpsons sells go for like five hundred dollars, and like I don't think I've never seen. That sounds low. Yeah, I've never seen a missions Mission Hill sell for sale like ever. So um, this was a fucking crazy get. I'm super happy about it. And also, Mission Hill is one of the last shows to be like hand painted and like made on cells. So I'm pretty sure they said it was the last one. Yeah, they said it's the last one. So I I, I kind of believe that. I think it's true. I'm willing to believe it. Even Futurama is not on cells. But the time because by the time Futurama comes around, because Futurama is like built on like CG vehicles and stuff. I feel like I knew that. And so Futurama, the intro, the intro is really CG, right? Yeah. So Futurama is all like digital, and Futurama stays. God, dude, Futurama may have gotten canceled while The Simpsons was still doing cells, which is crazy. Because Simpsons does cells all the way up to season thirteen. Huh. So no, uh, I thought I thought they said they stopped right after, or was that just like for a little bit? No, they did one episode of The Simpsons because ah. Bill and Josh they did one episode of The Simpsons that was digital. It's Radioactive Man, season seven, episode two. Which I always and they said it looks weird, and I agree, it looks weird, just like a lot of middle year Simpsons look weird because it it's just like it just it doesn't look, it doesn't look as good. It doesn't look right, as good right, on right. when it's not on sales. I agree. I, I, if you had asked me three years ago, I would have disagreed, but I, I do agree. But um. No, the cell's awesome. Yes. Uh, when we got out of the venue, uh, you immediately were like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that show is. I just know the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I did it because I have no idea. Still don't know what thirty something is. I just know that they said he was from that show in the commentary. He was like the boss of that of the characters on that show, and I just remembered it. I was able to pull it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They didn't ask you for a summary. They just asked you for the name. And it was fuck. It's fucking crazy. It's like, it's it's very much one of my favorite um Futurama quotes is um is a quote from Leela that I I have it screen capped off um Frank uh, not Frankie Yak um 
what the fuck is the um there's a futurama equivalent to frankiac i don't remember the name of it right now but a frankiac is a thing where you can type in any word and it'll bring you up like every time that word is said on the simpsons that's cool you can type in the simpsons you can type in like any simpsons quote it'll bring up that screenshot and you can like edit the screenshots too to say make it say whatever you want like all the memes yeah that's funny i didn't know that there was like a fucking website for it yeah it's called frankiac and there's a there's a simpson there's a futurama one and i have the futurama one where it's leela going um this is by a wide margin the least likely thing that has ever happened and i think about that quote all the time it's a big joke with me and hunter other host of this podcast um like we always we always send that screen cap talking about like 12 ounce mouse season three and stuff because it is by like a wide margin the least likely thing that has ever happened which is also true of me winning this fucking animation cell like it was crazy didn't you say that like you just knew i was like you just... yeah I, I could feel it the second like the second we got there, I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's going to win a cell. Like, was, I was like, yeah, he's got it. He's got it. I, I really thought I wouldn't. The questions were also pretty, like, easy. The third one, I – the third one was – you have known it? Yes, I did know it. Oh, I, I, I was, like, on the – it was on the tip of my tongue. The third one was – it's from the animatics. So it's from the same episode about, like, Posey manipulating everybody. And, um – and the question was, what is Jim's... Oh, shit. <laughs> I just Jim's, like, favorite? No, 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 no. I'm saying, should we not be saying these? Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> just upload it in, like... When's the tour end? I don't know. Um, shit. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're not going to say the third we're gonna one. We're going to move on. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to say the third one. Um, Bill and Josh, if this if these are the questions you always use, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I completely... Well, I- Nobody who's going to be at that event is going to watch this podcast in time. Or yeah. very, very few people, so we're good. We don't feel bad. Look, <laughs> 15, pe- 15 people listen to this podcast anyway. Like, hi, Hunter. Um, you know what I mean? Like, nobody listens to this, nobody listens to this fucking podcast. It's fine. You know, I, I do this for myself. But um, <laughs> that's how, that's what I do with YouTube. Like I I do this for myself. I really I really don't think anybody is going to listen to this. Um, except for maybe Bill and Josh. Which in that case, I'm sorry. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, Bill I, and Josh, if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, but so we're not going to say a third one because apparently, um, the answer to the, I will say that DC was apparently the first time that anybody got the answers to the third one. They said yeah. that, which is very cool. Um, but he, the dude, no, it was the second time. But the dude got it in like two seconds. Yeah, which um, is funny. I had them tip my tongue, but yeah, move on. Um, <laughs> fucking. So are this we? Episode's a fucking mess. No, it's this podcast. No, are, it's are you ready? Are you ready to talk about like the big thing that happened? Yes. Okay. So I've been waiting. I just didn't know when to segue into it. I, I was kind of wanted to save it for last. So um. This guy, so one of the famous jokes on Mission Hill is anus bars, because Jim brings back anus bars from um, Japan. And so this kind of, like, old, old, older-looking, like, bearded guy has, like, Kit Kats with, like, tape on them that say anus bar on it. And he starts, like, handing them out to, like, Bill and Josh, and then Bill is like, oh. No, wait, wait, you gotta, you gotta tell it, you gotta tell the, the whole thing. There was, um, no, well, who was the host? What do you mean? Like who who put this together? What was his name? Because oh, Jeremy Ween. Yeah, this is my show or whatever. Yeah, he he was standing off to the side, and when the dude with the anus bar started walking towards the stage, he like walked over to. I don't know if you saw that. He like walked over to him to make sure he wasn't going to get on the stage. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, he like he like was prepared to like be like, hey, dude. Anyways, so um, 
So this guy walks over and hands the hands the candy bars to them, and then Bill says, um, and Bill says, like, oh wow, I've never he's like this is the first candy I've ever accepted from a stranger or something like that. Yeah. And then it turns out, and then Josh is like, Oh, oh my god. Because it turns out the real guy that Jim Kubak, the character, is based on, showed up to this event. Yep. Because he was their he was their roommate in college. And that's who they based the character on. And they said they hadn't seen them since 1998. Yeah, so we got to see them, like, reunite with their friend for the first time since 1998. So he gets up on the stage, and he fucking drops his pants, and he's wearing the spicy pants from the second episode. It was fucking incredible. It was an incredible moment, because, like... because oh, They were so happy. They were so happy. Because, like, they, they are truly... They had never seen... They had never seen any. They'd never seen this guy for like they. They did not know this was going to happen. Yeah. Like this was totally unplanned. And he said he tried to meet him at the Cincinnati location, but he couldn't make it in time. Yeah. So they. So I think him and his, they, they, he like flew out for this one. I think it was crazy. It was fucking insane. It was one of like that's. I mean, the thing about th- I was I knew it was going to be good just because it was a Mission Hill event, but like it truly does feel like. Every single thing that went right went right at this event. Yeah. No, it was it was I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like not fun or anything, but it this was significantly better than I thought it was going to be. The other like, thing it was awesome. The other thing that we did of last year is we saw Joe Para in uh, saw Joe Para do comedy yeah, live. Yeah, the 9:30 club. And I think this this honestly does beat that for me. Oh, I I agree. As as funny as Joe was. He, yeah. he was fucking funny. Uh but yeah, no, this it was just because we got to meet, we got to fucking. Yeah. I got to meet got to Bill shake, fucking Oakley. Yeah, I got to meet Bill fucking Oakley, and he signed like the Simpsons DVD that like full of the episodes that like he created that fucking like changed my, my brain thinks about comedy. Like that was insane. It was an insane fucking night. Um, but yeah, it was just wonderful. Um, we're definitely gonna do a second Mission Hill episode in the future because we love this show so much. And we're not. This isn't, I do want Robbie to come. Yeah, this isn't really talking about um, the Mission Hill show as much as it is just us talking about how much fun we had at the event and sort of like recapping what the event was like. Um, but it was it's an it was an amazing event. If you're listening to this and they're still doing it, we heavily they're encourage doing it. You. They're doing it at least for like a couple more times. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we I, we heavily encourage you to buy tickets if you can. It's it's a good experience. Buy tickets. Buy the DVD. Um, Buy it anywhere. I'm fucking stream it. Um, go go to Creamy Media on Instagram and buy, and buy the VHS from him because that's also a great way to experience it. It's just Mission Hill is the fucking best. Um, we're, like I said, we're gonna do it like probably not anytime soon, but in the future we're going to do like a full like deep dive we, podcast we, on Mission Hill. We revisit this show like once a year, so yeah, we'll at least yeah, we'll definitely yeah. do it. We'll definitely do um, more Mission Hill. So I'm thinking after this, I'm probably gonna release like the King Star King episode with me and Hunter on it, and probably the Joe Para Talks with You season one episode that's just me. Um, I'm recording Smiling Friends with a very special guest sometime soon. Yeah. And then I also know that we are going to record, um, an episode about Fooly Cooly sometime here soon. You and I are also going to do the Metalocalypse movie. Yeah, but that's, that could, not, that might not be until, like, 2024. Fair enough. Like, because ve- we know Venture is coming out this year, but we have no... Oh. Were you thinking of Venture? No. I, but you're right. Like, we have absolutely no idea when Metalocalypse is coming out. And that's also, like, I don't think it's, I, I hope I it... Didn't, I didn't mean the movie, I meant Doomstar. I mean, yeah, we could that's do that. That's what I meant. We could do that. But, um, I don't, um, 
I don't want this to happen, but I honestly, I'm kind of afraid that um, Metalocalypse is the most likely to get written off. Um, like, what are the other ones? Is it just Metalocalypse and Venture we're waiting on now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Of the two of those. Because Venture is essentially done, and I don't think it will get written off, knock on wood. If it does, I feel like Takamura will just release it online. Because, like, he has no friends in the industry. I mean, he has friends in the industry, obviously. But, like, he he's... I don't think Doc wants to keep doing this TV. Is, yeah, this is magnum opus, dude. Just fucking drop it. I don't think he wants to do TV. I think because he's just, like, a painter and a musician. I feel like he would just drop it online anyway. Is music in again? I don't know. I'm sure it is. I'll check it out. I'm sure it is. Um, But, um, yeah. So, you want to plug anything? Uh, no, I'm still good. Okay, you can follow me on you follow the podcast on Twitter on at Owls Only Pod. You can follow me on Twitter on at Mouse Fitzgerald without the D, and you can follow me on Instagram at Adult underscore Swim underscore Merch underscore Archive. I've posted um all the Mission Hill merch that we got. I posted the poster, the button, the um posted the framed cell. You can go back and see the um official hoodie and shirt i wore that i got from spreadshirt um so yeah to top it off Hmm. bill uh retweeted yes bill did retweet our post we're very happy about that but yeah go buy tickets to this buy the mission hill dvd buy um buy their official merch from their spreadshirt store that's linked in their twitter account fucking um just fucking all of it go support yeah go support support it go stream (laughs) go stream joe para um Joe Perry drifts off with you on YouTube and Spotify. Go watch Ballmasters Rubicon on HBO Max. All that shit. All right. See ya. Bye, guys.